Hey laundry lovers, meet the super squeaky Spinomatic 3000, your clothing new dance partner. It cleans, entertains, and even brings missing socks back to life. Or okay, obviously, I don't have ads for washing machines on this podcast. Hopefully, I will have some sponsors in the future that are much cooler than a washing machine to cover the production costs of this podcast. But if you want to support this podcast, listen and watch video versions of this podcast early access many weeks in advance or even want to grab some cool merch check out my patreon at you know the bow and now let's start the episode hello everyone welcome to another ismono podcast and today i have a returning guest he has been away for a year from this podcast which is actually a shame and i don't understand if you have been ducking me or if you i don't know um but it has been way too long today today i wanted to say tonight as if we are in a late night show but we are not <laughs> to bed danny is back from yeah. Danny Packs and formerly known uh, Traveling Salsoleros. And I'm not sure why I'm doing this radio voice now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds great and happy to be back. <laughs> Definitely not ducking you, man. You know, I think you, we've both just been busy creating and you've had some amazing guests. I'm always I'm always excited when a new episode drops. So very happy to be back to talk about some more bags, EDC yeah. gear, and anything else you have ready for me. <laughs> but it's actually actually it was my fault. I mean, I was totally under the impression because we have this WhatsApp group and I was like, okay, the, I talked to Danny yesterday, but totally forgot. Yes, we talked yesterday, more or less, but it wasn't a podcast. So it was kind of my bad that I didn't invite you back earlier, but I'm really happy. I, I actually looked into it and our last podcast was in March 2023. So it's almost exactly one year. So at the time of the recording, it is February 2024. Oh, man. It well, has been a while. It's been a while, but... Excited, exciting stuff. There's been yeah. new bags, new developments in the carry world, and I'm just happy to be back, man. It's good to yeah. see Bef you. Before we, yeah, same. Before we start, let's let's tell us a little bit about how's the channel going, and uh, I've seen a lot of changes on your channel. Be it obviously the name, but that's I mean, it is already a year ago that you changed the name, but. Also, new thumbnails and stuff like that. How how was everything going on your channel? Are you still enjoying the back enthusiast world? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been a fun ride over the past couple of years. Like you said, the name. I've been uh, I think like many of us on YouTube, just trying to tinker to see what could maybe uh, help you stand out a little bit. So yeah, playing around with new thumbnail styles, um, which looked amazing, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm not a designer by any means, so I've just I've been me relying. Go Canva. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, the new thumbnails, I've been trying new formats of videos, mm -hmm. a lot of like roundups and a little bit of EDC packing content. Um, have done some travel tips, not a vlog yet. I, I thought back to our last conversation mm -hmm. and you, you've been saying we need to do a vlog on the EDC and bag world. Um, but yeah, I mean, in general, just experimenting a lot, trying to do mm. more videos and, and still loving the bag niche. I mean, that's the, that's the best thing, right? Is I get to play with all these bags. So I can't oh, complain. <laughs> and you have become so much more comfort, comfortable in front of the camera. It actually shows. I mean, if I watch your videos now, it, it's definitely a huge progression 
um, compared to two years ago. So you feel much more looser in front of the camera, which is amazing. Oh, thanks so much, man. That means a lot. It means a lot coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> so going into it, I mean, as I said, the last time we talked was in January or March or sometime around that area, 2023. And I mean, it is still February 2024 at the time of the recording. So we can still do a little bit of a recap of the last year. And I would love to know after all of these months, from the last time that we talked what has been your favorite bag and more importantly not only bag i do like to talk about other items as well what has been your favorite purchase of 2023 oh man that's tough there's been there's been some really great ones um mm -hmm. you know bag specifically if, if if you've been watching my channel over the past few months, it's, it feels like I'm constantly talking about the Evergood CTB 26. That's a great bag. It's one of the bags that I, one of the few bags that I have two of because I like it oh, so wow. much. <laughs> both I, um, in black or in two different colors? It, they're both in black, but uh, the first one was the Carryology Phoenix oh, X-Pack. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then I bought the regular one when it came out. And, sure. Um, Yeah, it's just Makes so sense. versatile. And I'm like, man, what if I lose it? What if it gets stolen? You know, I got to have the backup. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you, would you say that's your favorite bag of 2023, the Phoenix? or? Yeah, yeah, the ever, uh, the uh, the CTB26. It's just super well-rounded, mm -hmm. and I love the look. Um, and so bag-wise, I think it's it's probably the one that I kind of go to the most. There's been a lot of great ones. You know, I love my Go Rock mm -hmm. bags. And so the Heritage GR1... Oh, I made a great looking bag. I don't it's remember really if I got that in 2023. That's why I'm struggling a bit. That, that might have been a 2022 <laughs> bag, but it's also one that I use all the time. And mm -hmm. I, I love it a lot. I mean, anything that's heritage, I've been going through a big heritage sort of kick right now. And it's just that style. It looks so good. Um, so really like the GR1. Um, I recently I got a Stetson hat last year as well. Cowboy style hat which i which i love and my wife oh. hates <laughs> oh so really uh, an actual cowboy hat yeah oh wow yeah I'm, i'm not always sure how to wear it i just i really love the look uh, you know i got into yellowstone like many others and <laughs> all these western shows and uh and the, yeah just something i was playing around with and i really love it so that's, that's one another one of my favorite purchases <laughs> is it actually one with is that the right what the brim That's the, that's the thing that's around the hat, right? Yeah. Is it one with a really wide brim or is it one rather shorter that is kind of, I feel like some people are actually wearing those or is it where the brim is kind of folded to the top kind of, or is it? I'm going to see if I can, are we, are we going to be on video here? Maybe, maybe I can grab oh, it real quick. Oh, so. Only on Patreon. So for those of you who want to watch The cowboy hat from Danny. You need to go to my Patreon, <laughs> unfortunately. Which I'm happy that you're plugging, <laughs> giving me a segue. <laughs> There you go. This is my my. Oh, that's kind of Indiana Jones style, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a little bit of that vibe, you know. So I am uh, not always sure how to wear it or style it, but I love it. I've always been a fan of these style hats, and finally got <laughs> one. Found one that looked like something I liked, and uh, those are really expensive, aren't they? Yeah, the Stetsons are. Around a hundred dollars, I think. So for a hat, well, that's, you not, know, it's that's not too bad for a hat. I feel like if it's quality made, that that sounds fairly reasonable. 
especially considering all of the materials and the work that goes into it. I think that's reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah, I was inspired by uh, by Taylor Carry yeah. from Carryology. He yeah, always yeah. has the Stetson. It looks so cool. So I'm like, you know what? Gave but me that last push. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> the the Patreon <laughs> viewers can tell me, be like, whoa, Danny needs to take that hat off. <laughs> so that, that would be your f uh, favorite item of um, the last year, would you say? Um, besides backpacks, uh, trying to think EDC-wise, um, if there's anything that would beat it. But yeah, yeah I guess I would say so. You know, on the channel, we have we have the opportunity to try out, try out so many different items. So I'm That's trying true. to think back. And uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say this. There's probably a pocket knife that I've really enjoyed using. You know, for yeah, my Amazon boxes. The, yeah, to those <laughs> we get in a second. But I just got to uh, a question popped into my head because I'm seeing the hat and I'm. Uh, you called out the CTB26. Did your packing style and travel style change a little bit? And I'm saying this because I don't think you can pack that hat. That's not going <laughs> no, to, into a suitcase no. or <laughs> into a backpack. So, yeah, I'm just using that a little bit as a segue. Would you uh, say that your packing style has changed over the last years or the longer you have reviewed bags? Are you now a one-bag traveler? You always have been somewhat of a one-bag plus personal item bag traveler, if I'm not completely mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... I think I've got... I used to be, like, really hardcore about one bag, like, only one bag. It's got to be, you know, the carry-on. I've gotten a little more flexible because we've taken a couple of different types of trips over the past year, some to cold weather places, some work trips, some family trips. And it's, it's a little bit help more helpful to bring a ro like a rolling carry on suitcase and a, and a personal item. Um, True. I still don't check the bag if at all, like mm -hmm. at all possible. I, I can't stand the airport lines. Um, but, but yeah, I've checked it. I've carried on with a suitcase and a personal item just for longer trips. Um, and again, for some of the bulkier, items, yeah, this, I wouldn't pack. Supposedly it's crush proof, you know, uh, so I haven't tested that part out. I'm a little too scared to do that, but <laughs> I would be as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for those, for those longer trips or bulkier, bulkier trips, you know, I've just, I've just gotten a little bit more flexible because also when, when we travel, particularly with my wife or for work, there's a lot of outfits that, you know, I want to look nice. I want to have multiple of options, course. which mm. does not work for like the super minimalist travel where it's maybe a couple of pants and a merino shirt mm. or two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially considering your hobby being, for those of you who don't know, um, Danny and his partner uh, are very passionate dancers. So I would assume that outfits are quite important when you're traveling, especially going to those dance events. So I would imagine one bag traveler is not as easy as someone that only packs two merino shirts and maybe one I'm not sure what the efficient uh, the travel pant might be you probably have at least two different pairs of shoes then probably oh, yeah. a dress pant as well that sh better not be wrinkled and <laughs> stuff like that when you when you pack it right so it's yeah. difficult for you still, right? Or did you did have you been able to optimize it? 
A little bit, but it's still tough also because when you're dancing or doing any active, you know, you're sweating. And so I change multiple times per night so that I stay fresh for what I'm dancing. Um, And so that's made it an interesting challenge. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the other things that I've heard you ask, I think you asked Tom, and uh, I I don't know if you're going to ask later, but I'll mention it since we're talking about packing. It's like I'm a little more split on packing cubes than I had been in the past. I still use them, but I'm, you know, I'm starting to... I feel like when I really need to optimize my space, I, I actually end up leaving the packing cubes at home, which has been yeah. an interesting change. I, that's that's a cool topic. So you have been doing the move to kind of leave packing cubes completely behind, or are you still kind of contemplating about that decision, let's say, or have you made the decision already to not use packing cubes? It, it really depends on the, if it's a if it's a trip where I'm just I don't need to take as much. I still use the packing cubes because I like the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm packing my suitcase, like I found that if I like leave the packing cubes at home and flatten everything to the most, I can I can carry a lot. So I did a few trips last year where it was it was pretty long and there was just so many outfits and trying to wrestle with the packing cubes was was stressing me out <laughs> there was so much to get ready for the trip and the packing cubes were not helping <laughs> yeah i can totally see that i mean as you re- remember from the talk with tom i did i am still contemplating of packing cubes are actually useful for my packing style i do love the organization and the ability to just take it out but just like you just mentioned it you see you actually see those i don't know in percentage but couple of percentage that is in air quote wasted space because the packing cube kind of gets in the way and because it's somewhat rectangular shape you can see those little spaces where a ball of socks would fit perfectly in but then the OCD kicks in and then you're saying like I can't just put one sock there that sock has to go into the packing cube right so I sometimes I'm not sure I'm over the last few trips to granted there would have been only short trips to my in-laws for Christmas and stuff like that I always use the packing cube but I did see those tiny little spaces where I thought that is wasted. Maybe I should just leave that packing cube at home. So I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, it's. I, I think I have a whole. I'm, gonna, I'm. I've been thinking about a whole video on this topic because you know, there's, there's a, like anything. There's use cases where I still make a lot of sense. If I'm one bag with a smaller travel bag, I will tend to use them. But. Uh, But yeah, I want to talk more about this and pouches in general, which is kind of separate, but like, you know, the tech organization has kind of exploded. And uh, I took a trip recently and I only used the backpacks internal organization and Mm -hmm. it was a pretty interesting experience. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to share some thoughts on that because it was I, it was pretty cool. Same. It's it's cool to hear that you have are going through the same thought process because for instance, two days ago no, what day is today? Today's Tuesday. So four days ago, last week. I went to a client and I did not need to bring that much of my um tech equipment. And usually I use my Evergoods CA as two liters. And that was way overkill. And I was looking around. I only needed my mouse, 
two cables and an SSD. And I wasn't able to fit, no, A, the Civic Access pouch, two liters, was way too big. <laughs> and then I was looking around pouches and I had the Bellroy Tech pouch that was smaller, but, oh, and a charger. And then everything was so cramped inside. And then I had this dilemma, okay, do I take the bigger tech pouch, but it's totally wasted space? Or do I take this Bellroy pouch, but everything is kind of cramped and I was kind of fearful that the cable of my dongle, which, you know, the dongles where they had this uh, cable that is attached to the dongle. So you yes. put it into a case and suddenly it kind of bends into a ni uh, 90 degree angle and you are totally worried, oh no, do I break it now? So then suddenly, okay, and just throw everything into the backpack. <laughs> But I have the same questions in my head at the moment where I'm, I'm a huge advocate of packing modular. But those questions sometimes just pop into a situation. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's fun to experiment. Right. I mean, I think, uh, for a long time I was like, no, I can't move away from this. And so now I'm just more flexible. I still, you know, just go with whatever makes sense is, is what I'm trying yeah. to tell myself. Cause my wife laughs at me sometimes when I'm packing, I get really stressed about like, I gotta be efficient. I, you know, this is yeah. what I, you know, I, I, I'm used to this. And she's like, it's okay. You know, if you can't, if it doesn't fit, just try it. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> which back, which back did you use to, throw away your, you just mentioned that you put all of your tech items into the organization of a backpack which bag was it so this was an interesting one um that i i haven't talked i've featured it on the channel and i'm a big fan i, I don't use it as often this is from true a company called troubadour 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 oh, okay mm -hmm. they have a pioneer backpack oh, um And their, their aesthetic is pretty, you know, sleek, kind of modern, mm -hmm. professional. And I was going to New yeah. York, so it just kind of, to me, fit the vibe. Mm -hmm. um, but more importantly, it has a shoe compartment, like a dedicated mm, yes, shoe yes. compartment area, yeah, yeah. which is great for dance events because that's where I put my sweaty shirts and towels mm -hmm. and stuff after. <laughs> so it's a very specific use case. Um, it also has a lot of other great organization, like we were saying, for the tech. Yeah. So it has, you know, some, a couple of zippered pockets, quick access. Um, so just the stuff that I would use regularly and I just, I didn't pack as much for that trip, you know, just, uh, some AirPods, one portable battery. Yeah. Uh, I did take a laptop, so, you know, the charger, but I don't even think I took a mouse. So I, I don't know. I just really kept it, uh, simple on the tech side for that trip. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Did you like the bag? Because they actually contacted me and I potentially will review those bags as well. Did you, did you like it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that, that bag in particular. Um, you know, they, they just check a lot of the boxes of, of, you know, what I'm looking for in a backpack. So it has like the trolley strap since I was traveling with two, with a, with a carry on suitcase, it has a water bottle pockets, the shoe mm. compartment, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. good weather resistance. So, I mean, they have a wide variety of bags. Their Pioneer bag in particular, I've, I've really, really enjoyed using. I've, cool. It's one of those that I don't use as often, but when I've come back to it, I'm like, oh, wow, this is a cool bag. I should use it more. <laughs> May I ask, what, what size of shoes do you have? Uh, they're an 11 and a half. No, no worries. I'm, I just try and do the conversion every time no, I, I go. I know, I, I know the US sizing because uh, every time I buy 
um, sneakers, I usually go with the uh, US sizing. So, but 11, that's, yeah, I'm 11. asking because I feel that even with my shoes, and I'm size eight, um, seven and a half to eight, um, sometimes I do feel that those shoe compartments are quite limiting in what you can actually fit inside. So I'm surprised that you can easily fit your size 11 shoes in there. That's pretty, that's spacious, right? Yeah, yeah, it takes, it, 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 I was surprised as well because there are some that I, I'm like, oh wow, maybe a pair of sandals. <laughs> But no, these, these, the Troubadour can handle my shoes fine. There's some other really good ones. Mm. As with, with any of those, you know, it does take up space from the main compartment. Of course, so of course. you got to pack around it. But, but yeah, no, I was able to handle them just fine. Um, you know, with caveats, it wasn't huge boots. So that's probably the one that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Very flexible. Oh, that's cool. So going back to kind of recapping the last year, um, is there, and I will give you some space in terms of you don't have to call out a bag, but is there a bust of the year? Is there any item of 2023 that you potentially were a lot very excited about and then you got it and then you were like, oh, This wasn't that as as I expected, or maybe you didn't even buy it. Maybe you thought of something. I don't know. Maybe a specific tech item that was announced, and then you saw the reviews, and you were like, "Nope, not gonna buy that." Something. <laughs> is there anything of 2023 an item where you thought, "Hmm, not that cool as I thought"? Um, I'm looking around here. I have a mess in my room. I'll, I'll never do behind the scenes because it's embarrassing. But <laughs> Same. <laughs> it's just the back is pretty clean. I'm trying to think. Um, I can't think of anything super specific. Um, I guess because I'm always I'm always pretty picky about what I pick up or you know doing a lot of research, so I'm able mm -hmm. to avoid a lot of the. The issues. I think, I don't know if it was 2023, but it's on my mind because I saw the podcast that you all did with Aaron and uh, yeah. Roland around the PLC 20. And since I just gave Evergoods a ton of love for the CTV 26, I don't feel as bad saying that I wasn't a big fan of the PLC 20. I'm, Interesting. I, yes. Interesting. I, Why? <laughs> Why did you I, like it? To me, it, it, it almost combined the aspects of the CHZ and the CPL that I didn't like. <laughs> and so mm. it took away the water bottle pockets of the CHZ. It took away the laptop compartment of the CPL. And so it just, and it was I a little see. small for me. So, okay. you know, <laughs> that was, that was, I was expecting to enjoy it a little more than I did. It's still a great bag for, you know, I, I think you all make some strong points for it, but for me personally, I got it and I returned it because it just, it wasn't for mm. me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. I didn't ex uh, anticipate that you dislike it that much. Interesting. <laughs> you know, gotta give you a hot take. But 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 maybe is it also because now knowing that you have size 11 shoes, I assume that you're fairly tall. Is it also due to the small size of 20 liter that it is just not your cup of tea, or do you do you actually like smaller bags? I mean, in general, uh, I don't. I, I use a lot of 20 liter bags. That one's interesting because it did feel a little smaller than some other. 20 liter bag. So I think that definitely factored into it. Um, 
you know, that if there's just other 20 liter bags that feel a little bit better for my, for my size. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that, that was just one of the factors, um, in that, that impacted kind of my experience with it. Mm. And I don't think it was a bad bag, but uh, because I think I just like like you say with some companies I hold Evergoods to that high standard because yeah. I love yeah. their bags so I much I totally and, know what you mean and then with the CTB they kind of did the opposite where they're like taking the best of all the bags mm-hmm. that I like and put it so yeah, 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 yeah. didn't you I also didn't you buy also some um, camera gear last year didn't you also buy the Pocket 3 or was it didn't you want I, I to haven't bought it no I haven't bought yeah. Um, I've been thinking about if there's any, uh, upgrades to make because you know, I, I think, uh, I don't remember if we talked about it last time, but getting into YouTube, like I'm not a cinematographer. I don't have a ton of video experience, so I still have my same camera and I'm like, if I upgrade or what, do I even have the skills to take advantage of I the upgrade? <laughs> I really, I do love that you're saying it like that because I feel that too many people upgrade without having the capacity to actually utilize that new gear. So I do appreciate and love that you mentioned that and that you have that kind of approach. That's really cool. All right. The one that I've been tempted... Um, that I've seen, I think you and, and a few other people use is the 360 camera because like the walking mm. behind you shots, like that's so nice. <laughs> that yeah, looks yeah. So- it's very helpful. Definitely those 360 cameras. But I like that. Again, I like that you stay with the gear that you have. That's cool. So speaking of gear and items that you use, can you, uh, for me personally, everyday carry is always evolving i feel like my uh, pockets the contents of my pockets change continuously can you talk us a little bit through your current edc be it uh everyday carry that is in your pocket but also the everyday carry that you potentially have in your work backpack yeah absolutely it's one of my one of my favorite topics and and like you it's always (laughs) changing sometimes i feel a little silly with all the kind of what's in my pocket videos I do because I'm like, the last one is still really good. All that gear is still great, but you know, I'm a nerd and I'm just going to try new stuff. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we switch all the time. So generally it always includes, um, you know, my phone. I feel like that's a given these days, but you know. which one? <laughs> I got I mean, the that... iPhone 15 actually. And okay. I love it. That's my favorite purchase because I have USB-C life. Finally. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so my phone, I always have a pocket knife. Um, the one that I've, that I've been really liking recently is um, this one from Huckberry and Giant Mouse, I think is the company. Mm-hmm. I think Carology did a collab with them. This is not a collab one, but um, it's just a really simple, um, just very nice durable knife like, i don't know the action on it is really smooth yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's not super big you know sometimes you have like the really bulky pocket knife and i'm like oh, i feel kind of kind of awkward using this in public so <laughs> um it's a good size and then i always have a pen with me the the fisher space pen i think will forever be like my number one go-to um and people make fun of me for that sometimes because they're like a pen what do you need a pen for but it comes in so handy <laughs> Like yeah, all the time. It's really important. Especially I mean COVID is more or less over, but still see I if I can avoid it, why not? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and it just like when I'm traveling, you're signing forms. It's it's useful to have if I'm exactly. You don't want to grab those pens. Yeah, yeah, and and it's just so small. So I have a pen with me. Um, I do I do really like to carry a flashlight uh, as well. Same. Um, you know, I have a couple of small ones that I've. What's the one that I've been? Oh, I always forget the, how to say the name. Ravivon, I think, is the name of the company. Right. They have a lot of really great kind of okay. budget options that are rechargeable. Um, I have one. I think it's called the Aurora A1, um, okay. which is is really small. It looks like a AAA battery, but it's super bright. <laughs> is it USB chargeable or does it have a AAA battery? Okay, USB C. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, just doesn't take up space, but man and. You know, sometimes at night when I'm walking the dog or, you know, stepping outside my car, I drop something. I just don't like using my phone. So and that is a I I've never had to use a flashlight for self-defense, but at its brightest, if you shine somebody yes. in the eyes. Yes. <laughs> I some once I actually uh, I have also always a flashlight and um, mine has three modes and the third mode is, isn't even the brightest. And just like you, when I was walking my dog. And I kind of bent over and I had to hold the doggy bag, the leash, and I flashed it into my face by <laughs> accident. And it was just short and I was totally blinded by it. I mean, you usually kind of underestimate it because you yeah. also have to factor in that it is all dark. And then you flash it into someone's face. That person is at least distracted. Let's call it that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So flashlight's been really, really nice to have. And then I just have a wallet. Um, I've been using anything that's pretty slim for a long time. Mm -hmm. Bellroy's like card sleeves are probably the ones I use the most, but um, there's been some really, it's great to see how much innovation there is in the wallet space. I use one from uh, Reform, I think is the company. Mm -hmm. They have yes. like these, yeah, 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 yeah. that cool material um, that's been nice, particularly if it's going to be raining or something. I'm like, oh, I feel like have a little bit of extra protection have, have you been able to move away into a cashless uh life so am i assuming correctly you only use your cards and maybe your apple pay or do you also carry cash from time to time very little cash i maybe have like 50 dollars or 100 just for emergencies but yeah mm. primarily i'm able to navigate using credit cards i don't use yeah, apple yeah. pay as much i feel very unmodern I should I should set that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like that 50 or 100 emergency cash, I should start that as well. I didn't do it, but I do like to have some form of cash with me. Usually it has been 10 bucks, 20 bucks or something. However, I have there is some technical issues at some places lately where Not even your card works, and then you're kind of stuck. So I think I should start also packing like 50 bucks, maybe. that That's a good idea. Yeah, I haven't. I generally haven't had to use it, knock on wood. Um, I'm grateful that we live uh, in, you know, somewhere where we don't need that much cash, but mm. it's probably a habit from traveling more than anything, where yeah. when I leave, everyone's like, do you have cash? I'm like, oh, yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> So we are now at, uh, we had, you had the phone, you had the wallet, you had flashlight, pen, knife, keys? Yeah, I, I still need to carry like house keys and um, a couple of other keys for the mail and everything. And I, I still tend to have them in my pocket. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't have like a key cover or anything. I've tried the, the some of the key organizers, but I still find that I prefer just like a very small carabiner. Like Night Eyes has has one that I I keep trying to find something to beat it, and it yeah. it always comes back. It's like a seven or eight dollar carabiner that has a little screwdriver and a bottle opener, and it's it just takes up no space in my pocket, which is number one priority for me. <laughs> but that's cool. So I but I assume that means you only have maybe two keys. It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. have a car keys or anything like yeah. that. But then you don't need a key organizer because an orbit key with two keys sounds a little bit stupid to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's a little overkill for me probably. Yeah, so yeah. Um, but I'll keep tinkering. Maybe there'll be an update mm -hmm. on the channel in a few months of like, hey, Danny's using a key organizer. <laughs> <laughs> you just install totally unnecessary uh, locks all over the place, so suddenly you have to carry five keys just for your home. Yeah, just just because. <laughs> And your wife is like, why is our bedroom locked? Because yeah. I want you to use an orbit key, that's why. <laughs> that's it, that's the only reason. <laughs> I need so one for the fridge, cool. lock myself away from snacks, that's what I uh, need. Oh, that's a good idea. I have a lot, <laughs> lately I eat way too much candy, so being able to lock those little cupboards or the fridge after... 6 p.m. would be very helpful for me at least. <laughs> oh man, what's your what's your candy of choice? Do you have a at particular? At the moment, <laughs> at the moment, I'm all in with cookies. Ooh. I have this. Um, they're called Butterkekse in Germany, and those are basically cook. It sounds kind of weird if you translate it directly as butter cake, uh, butter cookies. So I'm not sure what. It's kind of like a white Oreo, but without mm. the filling. Imagine just right. just the top. It's kind of like that, maybe, but a little bit bigger. I would say the size of a credit card. <laughs> so it, so each cookie is the size of a credit card, kind of like the top of a, a vanilla Oreo without the cream. Oh my gosh! Sounds good. It sounds good. I'm gonna have to go to Germany and, gum, and try these and gummy bears. I like the <laughs> sour ones, but I I wasn't able to find in in USA when I lived in USA. I forgot the name, but there was this really sour gummy bear style, and those were amazing. I feel like every sour candy gummy bear style in germany they put like this huge oh dangerous sour and you put it in your mouth and it's it's like what the hell this is not sour <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> i thought this was going to kill me but it's, it's not <laughs> yeah it's just uh, very mild <laughs> yeah what's your candy of choice oh man i there's so many I mean, I, I like Oreo cookies is like one of my biggest weakness. Oh, yeah. So you I call love, it, you know, I love Oreos. I just ate uh, the most stuffed Oreos. So I love that oh, they're just getting bigger. <laughs> we, we don't have, uh, we do have them in some shops, but then you have to pay like four times the regular price because it says imported from USA. Therefore, <laughs> we have to pay, you have to pay this and this. It's really annoying. <laughs> Yeah, but but they're they're good, and then like like you like sour stuff, like Sour Patch Kids, and then they have these um these Airheads that are sour. Like I think they're called Airhead Extremes. They're not that sour, but there's just something about the combination of flavors yeah, that really yeah. That's about it's a problem. I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Let's go back to the top. EDC. Okay. Yes. Yeah, EDC. EDC. Yeah. So you had said, um, so that's my pocket carry. That is, yes. if you ran into me on the street and you did a pocket check on me, I mean, those things would be there. Uh, I, I always say, if I run into somebody and they recognize me, I'm going to be ready in case they ask, <laughs> um, which doesn't happen, but you know, just got to be prepared. Um, and then in my backpack, when I, when I'm going out, I, I tend to use, you know, most regularly if I'm not traveling or, or just for my day to day, a 20, 21 liter bag. That's why mm-hmm. I, I use the heritage GR one a lot. That's kind yeah. of my probably most often EDC bag. Um, and in there I'll typically have my laptop and then some, some over ear headphones. I like beats. Um, Oh, interesting. I know. I, I, I feel like, you know, usually get the raised eyebrows from many of my friends. Um, and I've tried a lot of headphones, but the beats ones, I, I, their noise cancellation is the only one that that doesn't make me dizzy for whatever reason. (laughs) So, um, but I also like that, like they, they, they have the auxiliary cable if I want to plug them in. Um, I like bass, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and they, they have Apple's chip, so you can still hop around between yeah, all the devices. Makes sense. Um, so I have my headphones, I have a tech pouch, you know, for work stuff. I do have, um, something that has all my dongles and hard drive and mouse and all that to just toss it mm-hmm. in there. Um, maybe a jacket if it's a little bit colder. Yeah. And, uh, I have a, this was probably my favorite purchase from a few years ago. I have a standing desk that like, it's like a little standing desk that packs into a backpack. Oh. It's amazing. Is it around so here? Hold on. So when you arrive at the. Sorry. Okay. I'm back. More, more, more visuals for, uh, for the uh, Patreon viewers. <laughs> but I, I, w- I would try to do an audio um, description. Oh, okay. So he's holding up something that looks like, like a laptop, but very thin. Yeah, it so, almost looks like an external monitor. Yeah. Um, and if you watch any of my videos, there, it, I always have this in my bags, and then it unfolds, oh, and you can put so this. Cool. Yeah. So if I go to the office or a coffee shop, oh, this you is need a to must send have. me the yeah. Please send me the link. That is so cool. Yeah, I will. I will send because it's it's my top recommendation for anyone yeah. who who likes standing because it's it costs like thirty bucks and. It, it packs into my bag and so but is it sturdy or is it somewhat wobbly when you put your laptop on it it's it's it, it takes a minute to kind of figure out how to rest your laptop so that it feels comfortable and not wobbly mm-hmm. so you can get it there it's not going to be as sturdy as you know a proper descending desk so sure um but for me it's just it's wonderful because i work standing most of the mm-hmm. time and so it hurts my back a lot when i'm at you know, working at a coffee shop or at my office and I have to sit all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other item I always have is sunglasses. I just, I, I have very sensitive mm-hmm. eyes. So if I go outside without them, whew, headache. So, okay. What, which sunglasses do you wear? Do you wear any specific brand that you like? Um, I, I hop around between a few, but I've really liked the, uh, the Randolph aviator style. Um, mm-hmm. I've featured them a lot recently and it's just, it's an aesthetic that I've always been a fan of. Um, you know, I think after watching a uh, Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went down that road and, and, no, uh, Danny, looks... no, no, your face at the moment 
ist uh, either the Cowboy Face oder Indiana Jones Face. Next year, <lacht> potentially, you can switch to the Top Gun Face. But now, it's Indiana Jones. You're <lacht> not allowed to, to switch. <lacht> <lacht> I'm just going to mix and match. I'm just going to be a, a, a very strange person walking down. Um, but, it, but no, I, I like those a lot. They're you know, really well built. And Aviators are always cool. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, that, that those are very classic. I feel like they've been. I like things that have been around for a long mm -hmm. time, proven over the test of time, and so yeah. But I use a lot of Ray Bans too. But speaking of glasses, uh, I wonder: Do you utilize glass compartments in bags? I do think that those are, for me personally, usually. A stupid design choice because I don't want to. This is the first time for many years. For those of you who are just listening, I am wearing my glasses. I have been wearing these glasses for a month now, approximately. So you have seen them in the videos, and those weren't cheap. I mean, they are prescription glasses, but you yeah. still have to pay for them, right? So I am. I wouldn't want to put them into a dedicated glass compartment. They always say, oh, this is a glass compartment. Put your glasses in here. And yes, there is a soft inner lining, but there's no protection from them getting crushed from the items inside. So do you utilize those pockets? I I, <laughs> I use them, but I usually put my case in. the. So it's kind of like, like you said, it, I don't use it as intended. Um, there's a couple of sunglasses I have, which I'm a little less delicate with. Mm. Maybe I'll, t I'll use it and just toss this, but generally in, in all of my videos, you'll see, I have my case, um, because like you, I mean, they're expensive They're and I'm not always delicate with my bags. That's the point, right? Is to have yeah. a durable bag. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, per I'm a little paranoid and I, I want to make sure that they're protected. So I'll take the the case and stuff it into the fleece line compartment. <laughs> yeah. But do you, do you think anyone uses those pockets for the intended purpose? I, 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 I always see those videos from the production, no, from the product page where they're like, yeah, I put my sunglasses in here and whatever. And I do think, no, I, I don't know. It feels strange. Do you feel that there are people who are actually using those? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I haven't heard of anybody firsthand. I can see some people using them, um, especially some glasses are meant to be a little more beat up. Like I have a couple that are like, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe more outdoor, but, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I imagine many people would have the same concerns as us as like, Hey, this is a, this is an investment and I want to protect it. And so, mm. um, yeah, it's, 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 I usually end up using that for my phone if I'm mm. taking it out of my pocket. So that's yeah, that makes you know, sense. That more yeah. sense. Yeah, because I don't use a case with my phone, so mm. having a little protection is is nice. Um, or maybe some of my tech items, like so. I, I use those po pockets for different use cases, mm. um, and just let the uh, glasses case do the rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so looking into 2024, um, anything that you're excited about? this year are you looking forward again doesn't have to be back but if you have a bag that you're really looking forward to but also any item or maybe any movie or something that you're looking forward in 2024 oh man 
we need to do a whole separate podcast on movies <laughs> because I think Dune Part Two is coming out. I've been waiting. It was yeah. supposed to be last year. I'm excited. I won't go down that rabbit hole right <laughs> <laughs> um, In the bag world or in the carry world or item, you know, soft goods or anything, I, I'm trying to think. I, it's, I'm sure there's going to be some amazing releases from many. Like I think Evergoods mm-hmm. has promised new releases every month. I'm sure there's going to be some carryology collabs that I'm going to make my wallet itch a little bit. Um, <laughs> maybe some new, some bags, new bags from GoRuck always or Air. I know Air. It's been it's been a little bit, and they always have some exciting stuff. Yeah. Um. I think probably one that I'm 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 really excited about is uh, Alpha One Niner just updated. You know, one of their popular bags. So I'm going to be starting to test oh, really? that out soon. Yeah. The Evade. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. I didn't know that. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then beyond that, I'm excited to just kind of continue experimenting with uh, different videos and packing styles. Like mm-hmm. I said, I really want to get into this conversation of like modular packing packing cubes tech pouches and then you know figuring out how to how to simplify even more uh you know sure. i think with us we're always it's always a lot of fun to think about to tinker with gear but sometimes you know it's good to go back and think about how am i using this do i need to carry it and so i don't know i have a lot of like content that i would like to try to do i don't know if i'm going to be able to make it interesting but if people want to see it hopefully uh yeah. hopefully i can, can have an interesting sort of discussion. So I think it's more of that. And then, um, you know, maybe just getting back to some of the vlog style videos that you recommend, mm-hmm. like really with traveling and kind of showing things while you're on the trip, I think would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, especially I, I think I'm still interested in your perspective of how to pack in terms of, because I do th- believe that the way or your requirements to pack your items for a trip for instance the if you go to a dancing event i do assume that your packing needs are totally different so having some vlog style video about that and then kind of going over the stuff that's inside your bag in the hotel could be very interesting because i do see the potential to kind of translate how you pack for those events very easily to someone who has to go to a business meeting because I do see a lot of similarities in how you would need to pack. And um, therefore, I do think that is very interesting from your perspective. Yeah, that's a great point. Like the, uh, you know, the the broader style video of just having to pack minimally when you're not, a super minimalist. I think that's that's always mm-hmm. been my my area of interest. I think I think I heard you talking with David recently, D- Dave Samuel, mm-hmm. about um, about that. Right? It's like you know, we when you're traveling for certain use cases, it's just really hard to to keep it to like one or one or two outfits. Exactly. And you need a little more flexibility, um, but that doesn't always mean that you have to pack a lot either. So. Um, so definitely we'll look to see how I can make some content around that. Um, mm-hmm. and then also just, just experiment different stuff. You know, I feel like with the Merino stuff, Merino clothes is, um, you know, in the, in our community, it's like the, the Holy grail of like how to pack light. Um, but it's a world that I'm still feel like I'm only just learning about these fabrics and yes. I'm like, oh man, I need to do a trip where I take one shirt and one pair of pants and then, you know, evaluate like the, the smells like in a hardcore test where it's like, I just ran around for 72 hours and have somebody, 
give me the the smell test to see if I'm if I'm still yeah. presentable. But I mean that that's the thing again. Going back to to the packing requirements and the similarities to business, I feel that if if merino items are very efficient in terms of keeping clean and staying presentable even then you can if you are in a business situation for instance you have to work three days with the team mm. i think you kind of want or subconsciously as long as you're not steve jobs you kind of want to <laughs> kind of visually look different each day and therefore have maybe different clothing with you because you you don't want to appear as if you're wearing the same clothes three times uh, back to back. I mean, especially since many people in the mainstream world don't know of these kind of fabrics like merino wool and their properties. Even if they see, oh, you have a, a cool looking shirt, they probably wouldn't know that it doesn't smell after three days. But the first thing they, they might think is, oh, Daniel and Bo, are they wearing the same shirt again? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I'm not going to sit next to them. <laughs> so, you know, so, and I feel it's, I could imagine it's the same with dancing. Yeah, if you are going to dancing event, you probably want to kind of switch it up from time to time. I assume, I'm not sure, but um, therefore I think your packing requirements are very interesting. And I think you should make not necessarily a topic video, but a vlog would be just very interesting. What well, title, How to Pack for Dancing. Yeah. Sounds, sounds interesting. It sounds a little bit clickbaity, <laughs> but it, it, I think it would be interesting. And if you have like a funny thumbnail, you in a <laughs> dancing pose or something, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, it would be not, you know, I think, I think it would be different and, and yeah, like you said, unique and, um, It'd be a lot of fun. I think sometimes that's, you know, for, for the creators, that's part of it too, is right. Just, mm. it's fun. Maybe this won't perform that well, but uh, it'll be a fun video to film and I should, yeah. I should make sure to try that out. I, I think I will need to learn how to do better filming while I'm on the go. Um, cause that's one thing that I've been lucky that I don't typically travel with a lot of camera gear. You know, any footage that I get while I'm traveling is from my phone. Um, yeah. and, and then I don't have a mic with me or anything. So I just, you, you know, we'll, do any sort of talking when I get back home and I'm back with my mic. So, but um, I would say, don't stress yourself. Story is always king. If you can kind of capture the the essence of it, of course, better equipment is always good. But if you can capture a captivating story and an interesting idea of the video, then I think you're golden. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the key. That's yeah. that's the big that's the big thing that. Uh, I've been reading a lot about it. it seems like a lot of uh, big creators are thinking about it, you know, Mr. Beast, even to that level, the idea of story, right? And mm. how you tell better stories through the videos. Interesting in the review world, this is a topic I, I would love to get your thoughts on. It's like, you know, how, what type of stories can you bring into a review format and, you know, versus yeah. just, you know, or it doesn't even make sense. I, uh, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I think it does make a lot of sense, and and that's that's why I'm just like last year. I'm kind of. I feel. I hope I'm not too pushy, but um, I feel that your storyline also with JB outside, from the perspective of an airline pilot. Yeah, I think it's so interesting because I have nothing to do with that, but also 
with you, especially with those who packing requirement, it's so interesting to have built a story around that because I think if you probably would need to kind of tell it in, in the video, but I do believe that is very relatable to many other people, although they might not realize it. But as I said, if you're a business person, you have to pack a suit, maybe two or three dress shirts. And then it's like, how do I pack this while still being a one bag traveler? And I think that is, that's what's so interesting about your story, I feel and making a somewhat of a vlog out of it and kind of weave it into in, into this whole thing. And yeah, and especially if you kind of intercut it with some dancing footage and then voice over it. Okay, <laughs> now, now I'm having fun, but this fun isn't maybe not as much fun as you think about it because I'm now sweating. You might not see it because I'm wearing Merino wool, but that's the beauty of Merino wool. That's why you should invest in Merino wool. Once I'm home, we're in the hotel. I need to change. Therefore, I had to pack more shirts. I think that could be very funny and interesting at the same time while making that B-roll maybe not usually who, I mean, not many people would probably be interested in dancing footage in a backpack review, but if you voice over it like that and you're saying like, okay, this is fun for me, but it's not fun for my t-shirt. So, you know what? <laughs> not fun for my shoes because they might be a little bit sweaty now. So I need to figure out what to do at the hotel to make them not as sweaty, you know? I think that could be very interesting just to see some perspective of that. And um, yeah, maybe you can yeah. think about it. No, it makes sense because I can I can see like I mean I don't know I'm not a CrossFitter or like a work or workout in a, in any intense way but it's a similar thing right you're traveling to an event maybe or for a marathon and you have yeah. to take certain clothes and you're gonna so I love it I think that's a great idea I think there's a broad topic like you said to kind of talk through the niche of of the dancing world yeah, yeah. that probably applies so. I don't know. I'm going to have to start script writing. Maybe chat GPT can help me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but last but not least, what are your, I mean, you have been in this YouTube business also for a while now and you are over 30, uh, 30K subscribers at the moment. What would you say are your takeaways or what have you learned in the last few months and growing from being a YouTuber, you having a YouTube channel and being a back reviewer. If you, or maybe let's phrase it a little bit different because that's very, that has been a very philosophic, philosophical approach to the, the question. If a new newcomer would come up to you, Hey Danny, should I be a reviewer? Should I start a YouTube channel? And if yes, how, what would you say? Especially since now you have growing so much, What would you say? Um, I mean, I, I think first off, I would say it's awesome. Like it's just a lot of fun. So that's the most important. That's what has allowed me to keep going um, is I, I found something that I enjoy. Like it's, it's almost like YouTube, YouTube gives me the excuse to play with backpacks. So I don't feel weird about it. Because if not, I'd, I would still be doing everything you see in my videos, but just not, not sharing it. So it'd be <laughs> moving stuff. From one backpack to another. Um, I mean, I I've had a, a couple of friends that have been interested in starting channels. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always tell them kind of the same things of you, you have to start and not worry about the quality. 
Um, that's the big thing, right? Because a lot of them fall into the same trap that I think many high performers do where they're like, oh, what's the thumbnail? What's the strategy? I got to make it look polished. What camera am I going to get? And I think, you know, Mr. Beast and Casey Neistat have always been the champions of like, use the gear you have, just start, do whatever is, is within your, you know, abilities to do so. Everybody's in a different situation. I'm very fortunate that I have the ability to get a lot of these bags and, and film them. Um, but with any of them, it's just, you know, use your phone, use whatever you can start shooting, put it out there because ultimately all that matters to me is that the videos that I'm, that I'm sharing help somebody. Right. And so the people on YouTube are, I I have to say, it's one of the best communities. And I know there's like, there's always going to be trolls and some negativity, but on the whole, it's, it's very supportive and people will share like, Hey, I like this. It was really good, but you know, your lighting's bad or your, yeah. your sound isn't good. And so I let the, the people tell me how I can improve and then I try to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say for anyone starting, like, don't worry about it, you know, what it's gonna look like. It's probably gonna look kind of weird and bad at first and that's fine. And just do, find something that you like doing so that even if there's no views or anything at first, doesn't matter because it's just for you and then yeah. just keep going. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It's so cool to see as I said in the beginning, I, I do see the progress from your old videos and um, your videos now and all how the channel is looking. So that's really good on you. A lot of respect for, for the growth that you have had over the last... I mean, when did you hit 10K? Uh, it's not that long ago. I don't, that's a good question. It's probably a I couple years ago. My, you know, my growth has been you know, pretty steady. So yeah. I would say probably like two years ago. I don't think yeah. I've, um, but that's amazing. That's really good growth. Yeah. I mean, I mean if I, you approximate 10 K per year, I think that's really amazing. Yeah. I, I, I'm super grateful. It's hard to believe sometimes cause there's, you know, there's just so many amazing creators. And so I've, uh, been very, very grateful of the community that supported and all the great feedback. And, um, and I appreciate the inspiration you provide, Bo. I'm sure you've heard it from all of us that come on here. You know, the, your video set like such a cool standard when we started. And so it just got me going. I was like, I remember the GR1 video or the GR0 <laughs> video was always the first one where I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Like, thank you. Very I want to do a review like that for, for these bags. Do you see, thank you very much. And do you see making other topics in the future? Besides bags, or would you kind of venture out a little bit to other topics, maybe a different channel, or maybe, I don't know, doing more, I don't know, tips and tricks videos, maybe in terms of packing? Is there anything that would interest you? Yeah, 100%. I think that would be probably one of the first ones is tips and tricks or, or you know, packing hacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really love, you know based off the nature of my work, like productivity, you know, the productivity hacks, um, oh, cool. you know, and also lifestyle topics are around, uh, like I've been getting a lot into stoicism and, you know, how to, yeah. how to just, yeah, be productive, how to manage your time. Well, prioritization is a big one. So I think there's a strong overlap between like our, you know, the world of carry and optimizing what you bring with you. Um, and then there's like an intersection with minimalism and essentialism and all these topics that I've, that I are almost at odds sometime because I, I'm like, I love minimalism, but I can't stop picking up bags. And so, 
Um, I think there's some, there's definitely a channel I would love where I could explore like, you know, downsizing some of my stuff or just, Mm. um, you know, sharing some of the practices that I use at work to collaborate with clients and teams on, and you know, that's stuff that, that helps in, in a lot of different arenas, whether you're a student, whether you're a professional, whether you're a business owner, um, in my opinion. So I don't know. I think it'd be fun to just kind of talk about some of that stuff too. That is really interesting. I didn't know that you you are so much into this productivity style. And now I'm I just went to your um YouTube page. I do think you're really missing a what's in my bag video. I do <laughs> not see a single what's in my bag video or No, I don't see anything. I think you should, and I do like this approach of productivity, stoicism, minimalism, and maybe you should actually try out a what's in my bag video and kind of incorporate the philosophy why you pack it that way. That could be very interesting. I do think you have a lot of great topics and that you should kind of dig, dig into. And yes, I'm now at six months. I don't see one what's in my bag video. What's going on? <laughs> I know. I, I I felt I've thought about that, and I feel like most of my reviews are what's in my bag video. So I don't know. How to, you know, I'm just gonna add that to the title. The what's in my bag this week? What are you doing? I want to see bag? what's in my bag, and I want to see a, a what's in my tech pouch video from you, and then really go deep into this productivity thinking. I think that could be really cool because it it gives that topic another layer another layer of purpose because i love what's in my backbeat videos i'm not gonna gonna kid myself i love them but i would i think now that you talked about it i would really love to know why people pack some stuff yeah and that's what i'm missing with a for instance a lot of camera what's in my back videos i kind of miss that element to them they just okay these are my batteries these are my lenses and they never or rarely rarely go into why they pack it and now that you talked about it and i'm kind of going you inspired me to do that as well maybe i will do that in my next what's in my back video because i think that is really important to kind of go over that why we pack that stuff yeah yeah i agree agree 100 i'll be i'll be on the lookout for years then um <laughs> no i'm waiting for years and steal, I'm, i'm gonna steal all of your ideas then <laughs> i'm gonna you know i i, I think that's that's I agree a hundred percent that hearing the why of why people like it's, is fascinating to me. And ultimately that's why I, you know, I think many of us, we have this obsession with bags and the gear is like, we're trying to accomplish some mission. Mm. How does this help us get there? Um, and so, yeah, I think it'll be a fun topic to explore. Cool. All right. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast again. It was a lot of fun and you actually gave me some inspiration for new videos. <laughs> awesome. So where can people find you? Um, yeah, well, the, the YouTube channel is Danny Packs. So that's the main place where I'm active. And, you know, I love seeing the comments. I do my best to respond. I look at all of them. Um, but I, I, I'm not always great about responding to all of them, but I do my best. So drop me a line there. Um, and then my Instagram is also Danny Pax official. Um, I believe I had to change that. Somebody had Danny Pax. I was like, no, really? Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, so I don't do as much there. Um, but you know, I try to keep an eye out as well. 
but those are awesome. the two main places. So thank you for very much for the support and, uh, and yeah, for, for having me on here, Bo. This is awesome. <laughs> of course. Everyone follow Danny at Danny Packs. I will link, of course, the YouTube channel and the Instagram down below in the podcast description. Although I have to admit, I don't know if anyone reads the podcast subscription uh, description. Um, not really sure, but if you want to find them, it's in the description. And yeah, thank you so much for being a guest again. I hope to see you again in a in a future episode. Would love to, and hopefully to see some vlogs from you or some new videos in the future. All right, thank you so much, everyone, and we hear or see you later. All right, thank you, Bo.